In this video, I'm going to break down Jalen Green's scoring performance versus the Memphis Grizzlies. What made him get back to his old ways? Let's try to find out together. Tap in. Enjoy. The Rockets Chop Shop is your one-stop shop for all your basketball news, for highlights, analysis, podcasts. We do it all here at the Rockets Chop Shop. Make sure you hit the like button on the videos that you watch if you enjoy them. Hit the subscribe button to get notifications from all the great drops that we have on the channel. Also, you can visit the Chop Shop merch store and get you some of the swaggiest gear in the Houston Rockets kingdom. And if you want, you know, you can always support the channel directly through donations. And if you want, you can support us through our partnerships with our sponsors. The Rockets Chop Shop is made by fans for fans. And we're going to keep rocking and keep dropping that heat. This is something I know. I think Coach Adoka is, uh, f you know, fully, you know, I would have benched him early. I think he has all the right to be able to do that to any player. And I love it because, once again, where does Coach Adoka come from? Where does Emil Doka come from? What tree? Popovich. What is Popovich known for? Popovich was known for holding his star players more accountable than the bench players. Because what you do is when you hold the highest players on your team to the highest standards, it falls down the line. It's Jedi mind tricks. It's pushing the buttons. Is he going to respond? That's all I care about. I don't care about nothing else. I don't care about, you know, what people think about, oh, uh, Fred Van Vliet is stealing all his shots. That's cap. Oh, Coach Adoka doesn't like him. That's cap. Trey Jalen Green, that's cap. How do you respond, bro? Like, how are you going to respond? So that's the challenge to Jalen. That's on him. There's nobody else that you can make th these excuses for. This is on him. This is what winning basketball looks like. Coach Adoka is trying to breed champions. The Rockets are trying to turn the page. How can he have more games like that consistently? How can he? Yes. Just be aggressive and hunting shots. I think, um, you know, we had a little film session on the plane back from San Francisco talking about being aggressive and, you know, showing some shots that he may have passed up when they're going under sometimes. And tonight he took all those. And so make or miss, which he missed some early. He stayed aggressive and kept shooting it. And that's what Memphis gives up. And he took advantage of that. That was you and him film session? Yeah. Little horns action here with Tate and Jeff Green. And uh, you have David Roddy there on his right, Triple J on his left. Uh, he's going to go with the Triple J option. Tate sets a, a good screen and he just attacks going downhill. Just attacks going downhill. And once he attacks, you get in the paint. Look at the defense, right? They have to respect it. And this is what I'm talking about when I say it, he's going to miss this layup. He's going to miss this layup. But look at the defense. Look what you're forcing just by forcing the issue. This is There's nothing like some big uh, uh, dissertation you have to write about Jalen's score. They're not putting him in this and that. Bro, just get to the brim. Force the issue. You force the issue. It, when his eyes actually open up to see that he has teammates on the court when he's playing basketball on the drives, that's the next level that he has to get to. But he misses the layup, but he's forcing the issue. And every time you do that, the defense takes note like, damn, I got to help David Roddy out now. I got to help this person out. I got to cheat in a little bit. And that that just, just by being aggressive, you open up shots for your teammates. Okay, you get Shangun here. 
in the post. Great pass, great fake, little head fake to um, to Jabari Smith. This is a wide open shot. This is a wide wide open shot with Jalen on the weak side. Um, these have to be uh, converted. But like I said, make or miss leak, and that was a terrible foul. That was not a foul. Not a foul. Nothing as amazing is happening so far. It's just regular shots. And if you let some people tell you, uh, Coach Adoka scrapped the whole game plan for this. These are just the same shots that he's always gotten. Okay, you got Santi Aldama at the top of the screen here. To me, this should be an ISO. Um, even I don't even like the fact that Jabari is actually coming in to, to because he brings Triple J with them. Force the issue. Let Jabari stay in that corner. Dylan can cut um, over and just you have Jabari spacing. And if Triple J wants to come help, then make him make a tough decision to make the pass. But that's that's going to be in the future. You got Santi Aldama. Jabari comes across with a little, just a little kind of a fake, fake little go screen there. Taps Santi's butt. Um, now you get the isolation here with Dylan Brooks, a worse shooter uh, in the corner. That was just bad alignment in my opinion. Uh, but nonetheless, you have Santi Aldama on you. This should be food, right? A couple games ago, he had Steph or a couple, it'd be like just bad defenders. And what Jalen would do would be pass this out. There's no play you can run to tell a guy to attack a mismatch and he kind of bails him out here that's a bailout shot um but just reading the game i would love him to drive right there but that's a bailout shot but the point is nothing amazing is happening just regular shots this looks like any other high scoring game he's had it's really a confidence thing with Jalen. high screen a roll here with a big and a drop in a in terrible defensive position um this should be automatic rim drive let's see what he does automatic rim drive he does the pull up three and gets blocked see just little stuff like that so he started off the game really rough but you can tell throughout this game coach Adoka was in his ear coaching him telling him damn near after every play prodding him pushing him trying to get the best out of him you know what I mean that's that's a that's that should be a, a drive and he'll get it he'll get it he listens to coach and that's what you're excited about Jalen Green once again Santi Aldama they were using Santi as a primary defender that should have been offensive to him you get um Biombo in a drop again this time Jalen attacks him leads to a goal 10 just little stuff guys it's nothing fancy going on. It's not about anything else. And, and it's just little stuff that he can do, especially with these bench lineups that were created for him to cook. In the starters, it'll be stupid for us to just have him out there just like taking all the shots because we want Jalen to, to be good. So the coach manufactures lineups just for him to be able to, to, to score and get in rhythm. He just has to do it. Get Santi here, one-on-one, -on -one, hits him with a move, gets downhill, step back, pull up, buckets. It's really that easy. If you have a mismatch, attack it. If you don't, then pass it out. If they need you to go get a bucket and you got you don't have a mismatch, that's where the special stuff comes in. Now you got a good defender here in Desmond Bain. He sees no advantages in this right now. So he rightly, knowing that he probably cannot shake Desmond, he gives the ball to Shangun, right? Oh, security blanket. And what they do here is they're going to set a flare screen for Jalen and Shangun gives him the pass on the money. And this is a, you know, great flare screen. Uh, the shot didn't go in, but you just like you like the attempt. And what what I want you guys to notice that he is selective and he knows his limitations. I'm talking about Jalen. When it's a good defender, he he'll pass it out more than anything. To me, my problem is don't pass it out if it's if it's not a good defender. Get Fred here. Good pass into the slot with Jalen uh, here. Get has a bad defender on him and uh you know this is where you want him to go just go this should be layups every single time and one basketball is an easy game guys easy game here see nothing happening on the backside there with shangun so he goes to Jalen dho good screen by shangun there you get a big and a drop look how deep he's dropping guess what look at what biombo is doing this man y'all don't know bro basketball is, is just it's easy 
is chess, right? You've drove on Biombo a couple of times to get some layups. Just by being aggressive, you drove on there. Now what happens when you, you're getting to the rim? Guys start cheating back. Biombo's already taking steps backwards because he's trying to brace himself for a Jalen Green drive, and that leads to a shot. Easy games, easy games. There's nothing anybody could do to draw up a play to make him just do the easy stuff, right? Now you get an isolation on a good defender. Jalen usually goes for screens, right? But on this play, he reads it really, really well. He reads it well because he sees Desmond Bain bracing himself for that screen. There's an empty corner there and he gives him a move, gets to a spot. And this is just God given, right? This is where you start feeling yourself again in your bag. Once you start getting the easy stuff, the hard stuff becomes more natural. Okay, who we got here? We got, I think that's Santi Aldama. I don't know who that is, but he doesn't look like a good defender, right? So you get one-on-one with Jalen Green here. This should be attack and attack he does. All hit in his head should be attack. He gets the ball stripped, but that's the right thing to do. Aggression, that's all you want. Once again, bad defender guarding you. Right now, what are you thinking? Attack. You get Jeff setting the screen here for Jalen. Goes into a, um, you know, a pull-up three, which this was not a great shot. <laughs> not a great shot, but he hit it. Not a great shot, but once he gets in his back like that, then he can start making shots like that, right? Once again here, you get a, so you have a bad defender on you again. This should be automatically attacked. Don't pass it out to Aaron Holiday. Just go, just go. And that he does, and that leads to this. And here's the infamous play of Jalen smacking on Triple J. If you guys noticed, Coach Adoka was calling clear outs. He was telling guys to clear out. The reason is because the Grizzlies were disrespectfully having Santi Aldama guard Jalen Green. And one thing about Coach's offense is that it's all about mismatches. And Jalen Green had a mismatch all game today, right? Hit him with a, you know, a couple dribble moves because of the alignment of the players they can help but they can't help that much now triple j is late to rotate but once Jalen gets two feet in the paint like this we need more of that we need that and now he's just feeling it. Seven point game, high screen from Tate into Triple J, who's in, a, in an aggressive drop. So he's going to have to pull that back out. And then now he's just in his bag. See, it's just confidence. These are the same damn shots bros always had. Attacking quick, right? Gets into your screen game. Good screen by Shangoon. You get another big and a drop here and just kind of slow place it. Now he's reading the game. Once again, screen by Shangoon into a big and a drop. Sidestep into your pull up midi buckets. Oh, now he can play with the starters. Good screen by Shangoon. Ghost the screen, causes a mismatch, right? Now you have your options. You could attack the big or you could get in the post, right? So he's going to elect to attack uh, Bismarck Biombo, which uh, leads to a, a bad shot. At this point, you know, this is the point of the game. The game was already out of hand. I think he was just, just trying to get his work out, his confidence, but just attacking, just attacking, 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 attacking mismatches. This is all just confidence. Nothing schematic that was changed. These are the same plays they run. I've seen Fred set a screen for him before. Once again, screen off screen by a DB, missed shot, just concentration, got to hit those. And then his last shot attempt comes off a curl screen from Shangoon. And uh, Mike had pointed this out on Twitter um, about this play. You get Jabari uh, there in the high post um, there. Aaron Holiday cuts off. You get the curl screen off on the weak side with Jalen um, into a, a big and a drop. It's basically a off ball pick and roll with him and Shangoon into an empty corner. And I love this play because once he gets the ball here, Shangoon can roll. And um, 
if Triple J wants to come over and try to block his shot, um, and Triple J is probably having flashbacks of being dunked on, um, then he can just skip past right there to Alp for a dunk. So uh, I love that play. Good alignment there. Um, but this stuff is there, man. This stuff is there. It's always been there. It's on Jalen. Let's stop making excuses for him. It's on Jalen. He just has to be better. And yesterday he was. So after watching, you know, the film and going back and looking at Jalen's scoring, I mean, it that could have been a game from last year. There was really nothing that was out of the ordinary that would say, hey, you know, they did X, Y, and Z to help him score better. He just was aggressive. And just like Coach said, and just like I said, when it comes down to being a scorer, um, it's not about honestly just making shots or missing shots. Uh, the shots, you know, shots come in the NBA. Like, you're going to have good nights. You're going to have bad nights. Guys get cold. They get hot. They go through slumps. All of that is good. The main thing for Jalen Green um, is for him to be aggressive because his aggression is a part of what the team needs for him to do on the court to, in order for him to bend the defense in a way that makes it easier for the other non-self-creators uh, on the team, right? If he is not doing what he's supposed to do, attacking the bigs in a drop, whether he's attacking weak defenders, whether he's uh, making the right reads on the pick and rolls, then it really does mess up the offense. and makes it really, really hard for us to do what we have to do. I said in a tweet that the Rockets are a Jalen Green leap away from being a playoff contender. Uh, and I stand by that because honestly, the type of play that he showed this season has been inconsistent. And there's nothing wrong with that because he's young. But what we don't want him to not do is being aggressive, right? You have to be aggressive. His aggression is part of the offense. Like we expect him to do his job and that's his damn job to do to attack the paint. Right. If you get a big and a drop, attack the big. If you get a weak defender, attack the weak defender. Being passive and, and def deferring to guys that don't have the skill set that he has uh, is is a detriment to our offense. Like Aaron Holiday can't get the paint touches Jalen can. Aaron Holiday is not going to force the defense to collapse the paint. Fred Van Vliet is not going to do that. So when guys are seeing Jalen being passive and they have to take on the burden that he's not carrying, it makes our offense stagnant and look bad. We can't treat Jalen like he's a baby, like he is a grown man. He just needs to play more aggressively. And I love what Coach Udoka said, um, you know, in the in the postgame press conference where he referred to the different things that I've talked about on this channel over and over. Aggression, attacking mismatches, um, not being passive, just just being aggressive and forcing the issue because that's what it takes. And he got benched for that in the Warriors game on also defense. He was playing bad defense, but. The takeaway I had from that was that um, you heard what coach said in that game um, after the Warriors game, when they got on the plane, they sat down and watched film together. Just him and Jalen, just him and Jalen. After he benched them, then he brought him in close and watched film with them. And this, you know, if you're a parent like, you know, I have kids, you know, what I mean, when you have parents, you can discipline your kids. Um, but what makes discipline and abuse you know if you're abusing somebody there's no intention of correction there's no intention of 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 like helping them develop it's just anger and and frustration you're taking out on somebody and some people accuse coach Udoka of hating Jalen Green which is the weirdest stuff in the world which it just sounds like people don't understand accountability and structure when you discipline somebody you come back around with the love. And he has said this from his press conference in, in his first time we ever got a chance to, to see him in a Rockets setting where he said that he is hard on his players. He holds them accountable, but he also loves on them. And that's the, 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 the closing the circle 
um, for developing people and teaching people is holding them accountable, disciplining as need be, but having that corrective action on the back end to make sure that the discipline is not being wasted. Right. So they sat on that plane. They watched film and he said he went over. If a guy goes under, you got to punish him. If a guy does this, you got to punish him. You get a big and a drop. You got to punish him. And he was able to see that in real time and execute it in the game. That was the main difference is just teaching him that your shots are going to make or miss. You're going to miss shots. There's nothing wrong with that. But when your shots aren't dropping, you have to be strong enough mentally to keep doing what you have to do, because that's how you become a great scorer in this league. And for Coach Adoka to not only do that, to actually get him, um, uh, you know, that time alone where they watch film, then come back in this game. And the first couple of plays, they always try to get Jalen going in the first couple of plays in the game because he understands the importance of Jalen Green to this franchise and to what the Rockets are trying to do. But not only to do that, but also when he saw that Jalen's confidence was there, he supported and and orchestrated the team to basically clear out and let him go attack those mismatches. He's trying to build something in there. He's building up Jalen Green. Don't you think Jalen Green is going to look at him being benched? And I'm sure this might be the first time in his career that he was ever benched by a coach. And for some players, it could have been traumatic, but he stepped up to the challenge that I asked of him being a dog. He was a dog. He didn't drag his head. And even though he came out like one for seven, he could have quit then and said, oh, man, here we go. I ain't got it. But Coach Udoka stayed in his ear. That's a master coach at work. That's to me like that is so impressive to see in real time. I mean, they benched Jabari. You know, Jabari was benched in the fourth quarter of the Denver game. Right. And and, you know, he could have sulked about it and, you know, pouted and had a pity party. But what did Jabari do? Since that benching, Jabari has been better. You look at his first nine games, 12.3 points, seven rebounds on 48, 35, 55 from the free throw line. Not bad splits, but in context of the actually watching the games, dude was playing bad defense. He was slow. He was missing his free throws. There was just a bunch of stuff. It seemed like he was just, just lost out there. Since he's been benched, Jabari has averaged 14.5 points, so two more points, the same amount of rebounds. His shooting's more efficient, 50% from the field, 36 from three, and 87 from the free throw line, playing great defense. Jabari has been a clamp, right? So these are the buttons that the coaches are pushing on these young guys and building them up. So a lot of the people in the Rockets fan base are, are used to having agendas against individual players, used to having agendas against coaches. Y'all just let these dudes cook, man. They It's really going to take time for them to get to where people foresee them. I know everybody has an opinion about, oh, this player is bad for this player or this coach is me. Like, just, just relax. To me, all of that is just PTSD. Because if you think about the Mike D'Antoni era in Houston and when James Harden was here, people weren't complaining too much about like players next to each other. It was mostly like, oh, this player needs to get some more minutes, etc. But all of these different things have been things that have been bred over the the rebuild with Steven Silas and and some of the players, Kevin Porter Jr. and Jalen and the draft picks and Stone. Like you have to let we have competent people in, in the house right now. Coach Adoka is competent. Let him fail or succeed but you got to give him a time to actually get there so every move that is made doesn't have to be the end of the world reactionary where people want to get get out their tiki torches and march on toyota center let these dudes cook we don't have to trade a player after one bad game or two bad games or 10 bad games give it time when coach adoka was in boston 
they wanted him fired like two months into the season. They wanted them to blow up the Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum duo a few months in, into the season. And it took time around January when they started clicking. Everybody bought into their roles and, you know, off to the races, to the finals, etc. But that takes time because what we're seeing in real time is guys figuring out where they fit on the team. And that goes for our vets as well, for Fred and Dylan. Because Coach alluded to he, him wanting Fred and Jalen to be able to kind of be a duo together. But that's going to take time. And that takes trust. Jalen Green has to earn the trust of his vets. Alperin has done it. But you don't just get aren't giving you aren't given the mantle of being the best player on the team when you're playing passive and playing like trash. You play like how he played last night. Fred has no issue giving up the rock to a guy that he knows is going to attack a mismatch. But if he knows that you're going to fumble it and turn the ball over or act like weak and soft, then he's trying to win. Dylan Brooks is trying to win. They trying to win games. We're not in, in daycare anymore. This is in camp. This is real life NBA basketball. Coach Adoka is trying to win games. And these kids are all learning how to win. And I think we just need to be patient and just watch the whole uh, thing kind of uh, unwind as time goes on. But if you had thought, I don't know if anybody thought this, that your Rockets this late into November will be a above 500 team and having the fourth best defense in the NBA, you probably would have would have if I told you this in the summer, you probably said I was a liar. Yet here we are. Here we are. So, you know, what I mean, you got to just everybody just take a step back. Look at the games individually, but also look at the aggregate of games and how things are coming along before we make judgments and people with their agendas. Let's quit all that. It just looks it looks it looks bad. And it's a bad look for the fan base. But you know, what I mean, so this was a good win. They have a rough stretch coming up against some tough, tough teams. The defense is real. That's one thing we can say. That defense is what's winning us games. And when the offense is on, even marginally, we're blowing teams out. If, if the offense is off as it's been against uh, teams on the road, it's, uh you know, what I mean, it is going to be hard. It's a struggle. Guys got to step up in key moments. But to me, those are the makings of a, of a good team. If defense is your foundation, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right. They still need to add some some depth. We need a backup five terribly. We need another creator. Hopefully a man Thompson comes back. I don't know. Like, did somebody hit his leg with a pipe? I thought he twisted his ankle, but they acting like he got shot or something. Uh, but hopefully he's back soon. Um, you know, we need shooting. Um, I still think the team can can use some spacing on some of the lineups that they have. But so far, so good. To me, the Rockets are outperforming in damn near every metric that I thought they would. And once our young guys get caught up, once Jalen is playing how he played in stretches of last season, once J- and Jabari stabilized, if Jabari just keeps doing what he's doing, Alperen Sengun is playing at an all-star level. He's one of the best five centers in the NBA right now. Fred Van Vliet is figuring out his role on the team, still playing great defense, being that team captain, team leader. Dylan Brooks needs to stop fouling, but he's playing great taking the shots when they're there, not forcing anything. The sky's the limit. The Rockets still have one of the best 10 lineups in their starters in the NBA as we speak. That is real. The coaching is real. The adjustments are real. The halftime adjustments are real, which is something that I love to see now. But, I mean, going into Thanksgiving, I, I would not be any more, you know I mean? I think, obviously, if we had won, like, the San Antonio game. But, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just proud of the team. And I think that we need to allow them uh, to be able to gel and, and learn through these things without having ex- existential crises every time something goes in a way that we don't want. But that's my take on it. I think, you know, Jalen, is he going to have the same type of game tomorrow or 
or the next no he might he might score 20 points he might score 15 points but who cares right i don't look at the box scores are you attacking your mismatches are you doing what you're supposed to do within the flow of the team are you playing good defense are you being aggressive well if he does that then we got something that we could be proud of and that's something that's buildable that's scalable that you can coach and refine as time goes on you can coach out some of the oh don't take that that three-pointer but what you can coach out is a guy not even trying like if he doesn't try you can't coach that out and what he did had to bench him to push some buttons on him but you can only push that button a couple more times either he got it or he don't i think he does but he has to show it by being consistent now can you be aggressive when your shot's not falling can you play defense when your shot's not falling that's going to determine to me his long-term success not anything else because the natural scoring ability is there and he has a limited back give him a couple summers when he has a mid-range game and a true mid-range game a floater game a finishing package all of that stuff is still there all you he has right now is the framework of a scorer but he hasn't been refined yet once again i use the zach levine analogy zach was almost like that in a sense that he had to build his game over the years over four or five seasons zach added something new and to become the polished scorer he is now he didn't come in that nice like he worked on that the only difference between jalen and, and zach is that jalen has more core skills than zach did at his age like jalen can pass better he's a better defender um you, you want that to scale up to where even though if he ends up as a zach levine level scorer the other intangibles he has his ability to run pick and rolls his ability to defend on the perimeter those things kind of elevate him up to, uh, up a level over Zach Levine and you know if he gets to Zach Levine the way he's looked I mean that might be a win for us right now so what am I talking about but uh, y'all let me know man what was your thoughts on the Jalen Green performance has he won you back um, uh, you know do you still want to trade him uh, and and you know what is your overall thoughts on the Houston Rockets I think going into Thanksgiving um, being above 500 is a dub for us. So, uh, but you know, uh, everybody just enjoy the holidays with your family. Uh, you know what I mean? Make sure that you're thankful for these moments and, and don't, don't look too far into the future. Just sit and cherish today. That's my advice to everybody. Cause we don't know what's on the other end. So value the time, whether it's you with one person, five people, however big your family is, whether it's if you by yourself, man, just value the time that you have air to breathe in your lungs, that you're alive. And you're able to uh, sit down and watch a podcast, right? But appreciate y'all. Thank you all for all the support for the Chop Shop um, as we continue to grow as a, as a channel. If you are new, please hit the subscribe button to get all this great hoops discourse, the top, 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 top on YouTube. And also, if you like this video, hit the like button, right? Hit the like button, support the channel. Keep rocking with the Chop Shop. And we're going to keep dropping that.